Hey dreamers, welcome to the Dream Planning Podcast. If you've been led here, I believe it was on purpose. You are created and loved by God and your life is full of purpose. If you've been sitting in a season of searching or unfulfillment and you're ready to change your life and hear from God, this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Polly Payne, the CEO and founder of Horatio Printing, and I'm here to lead you in tactical, practical, faith-led trainings to help make your God-sized dreams a reality in your life and your business. Your dreams matter because you matter. So open up your planner, pour a cup of coffee, and let's dream together. All right, let's dive into today's topic about what does God say about business. And I've been diving into the Bible and really picking out different things that have inspired me and are continuing to inspire me. So some of the topics that come to mind when I think about Christian entrepreneurs is the concept of money and idolatry and like, is it bad to make a profit? Is it okay to aspire to have success? Or maybe you're struggling to sell because it just makes you feel icky, like Christians shouldn't be selling. Maybe I should be a nonprofit. I should give all my profit away and do something big for the kingdom. And we just kind of struggle in this space of, okay, well, I don't want to get too big. I don't want to make too much money. And also, I don't know where to put God in the middle of all this. So I have some principles today to share with you on what God says about your business. So I'm really excited to dive into these. And here's the first thing I want to start with. Proverbs 16, 11 says, God cares about honesty in the workplace. Your business is his business. I want to say that again. Your business is his business. I'm speaking to you, entrepreneur. Your business is his business. And you know what that means? You need to aspire for excellence. And I'm not talking about perfectionism. Perfectionism is going to keep you stuck. It's going to keep you at the start line. It's going to keep you from crossing the finish line. It's going to keep you in self-defeat and imposter syndrome and basically paralysis from analysis. And if you want to talk more things perfectionism, listen to my episode, I believe it was episode 12, on the five strategies to help you accomplish your dreams. I talk about perfectionism in detail. So your business is God's business, friend. And guess what? That means he cares. He's officially a board member of your company, okay? So here is that's number one. Your business is his business. And it is important that we remember as we grow and as we focus on growing a business that we don't create an idol out of our business. But instead, we remember this is God's business. And keeping those priorities in order, that we're not called to please people, we're called to please God. And if you feel like God has called you into this business, well, it's his business, okay? And we need to work towards excellence. There's this great scripture in Galatians chapter 6, verse 4, reading out of the Passion Translation. It says, let everyone be devoted to fulfill the work God has given them to do with excellence. And their joy will be in doing what's right and being themselves and not being affirmed by others. Every believer is ultimately responsible for his or her own own conscience. Let me read that again. Let everyone be devoted to fulfill the work God has given them to do with excellence. And their joy will be in doing what's right and being themselves and not in being affirmed by others. How good is that? 
You are called to work with excellence, friends. And in to be you, God has created you so uniquely to fulfill the purposes, create the business <clears throat> that he birthed in you, the, the business he sparked that joy in your heart over. I'm going to back up in chapter 5, verse 25. It says, we must live in the Holy Spirit and follow after him so we may never be arrogant or look down on one another. For each of us is an original. We must forsake all jealousy that diminishes the value of others. And that's really important. Your business is his business. We're not called to be a people pleaser. We are called to work with excellence, to please God. And ultimately, we have to take a step back from comparison. And that's a big thing in the online business space. You probably follow a lot of your competitors. You are checking to see what they're doing. And sometimes it hurts. You're like, oh, they're doing so good. Like, why didn't I think of that? You know, and it says, we must never get arrogant or look down or have any comparison and forsake all jealousy that diminishes the value of others. We have to remember to take every thought captive and say, you know what? I'm not going to let that thought drive my creativity today. I'm going to focus on, like it said in verse four, their joy will be in doing what's right and being themselves. Be you boo boo. Do you boo boo. Okay. So your business is God's business. You are called to work in excellence, not perfection. Um, and just remember that. Number two, what does God say about your business? Well, as a business owner, you are a leader. And the Bible has a lot to talk about when it comes to leadership. The ultimate leader, obviously, is Jesus. And if you look at the leader he is, he is full of integrity, he's full of honesty, he is very interruptible. He is present. He's a servant. He is a servant leader. And that is what you are called to do as a leader and as a business. Part of serving is selling. I know we were talking about that earlier, feeling icky about selling somebody something, but ultimately you're serving. I mean, imagine going to a restaurant. Okay. You walk into the restaurant, you sit down, you look at the menu and the waiter never comes. You know, the waiter's like, I don't feel right. I don't want to like ask them what they want. I don't want to feel like I'm selling them. Honey, like they came and sat in your restaurant. <laughs> you know, they are here for what you have. Take the order. Think about it. You love going to a restaurant and a well-educated server comes over who knows the menu, who has an opinion, who can steer you in the right direction and say, you know, actually this special is incredible. Or if you're between these two options, I would go with this option. They are serving you. That's why they're called a server. But guess what? They're also selling you what they have at the restaurant, right? And you love having a good server. There's nothing more frustrating than being ready to eat, you're so hungry, you wanna order, your toddler's already freaking out, and no one will come take your order. And that's why it's so important to think about that as you are serving your customer. Take the order. And okay, well, Polly, what does that even mean? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. I have an online business, I don't have a restaurant. Okay, look at your website. Are you taking the order? Does someone have to jump through 12 different hoops to order what you have? Are you educating them with a menu? And think about your menu, all the products you have on your website. Do you have a Denny's menu or do you have an elegant prefixed menu that says, hey, this is the best thing. You only have to make three decisions, right? Your appetizer, your entree, and your dessert. Don't you love going to a prefix, like maybe during a restaurant week or whatever, and they 
They have like a special menu for you and you only have to choose three things and you know they're gonna be great. Well, think about that. Maybe you need to condense your website to be an elegant prefix menu versus a giant Denny's menu where people get so lost. If people have too many options, they're just going to get stressed out and not do it. That's why, you know, Netflix, you'll spend an hour like just scrolling around going, okay, what are we going to watch? What are we going to, I don't know. I don't know. When it's just nice when someone says, hey, this is really good. This is the best thing on the trending show right now. Obviously it's good. Maybe you want to check it out. Simplify the experience on your website so it's clear, it's educational, and it's about the customer, right? When someone goes to a restaurant, it's about what they want to eat. You know, a good server says, hey, what are you in the mood for? Hey, what's good here? What what are you in the mood for? Are you in the mood for like seafood? Are you more of a burger? Like, what are you feeling, right? Let your website take that on in the sense of being an educational, clean, simple menu that gets people right to the point so they can order quickly and easily. Serving. Serving is also so important, not just with a sale, but with your customers and your potential customers, nurturing them. How can you serve your audience? How can you provide more value than anyone else in your niche? And I think about that question all the time. How can I serve my audience better? That's one of the reasons I started this podcast. I want to serve you. I want to provide for you. I want to sow into your life and provide an impact because that's the ultimate point. So as leaders, as entrepreneurs, we have to take on this calling of being a servant leader. And the Bible has a lot to say about what a servant does. In John chapter 13, verses 12 through 17, Jesus is washing the disciples' feet. He is becoming a servant and showing them and teaching them through example to be a servant leader. He says, when he'd finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I've done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly, I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. You will be blessed if you do them. How can you wash feet? And that's kind of weird. It's kind of a weird question, but think about it. How can you follow in the footsteps of Jesus, be a servant, and wash your customer's feet. Well, it's important that you connect with your customer. You can't serve someone you don't know, right? Um, who is your customer? Think about it. Get an avatar. Like, okay, my create a name. My customer is Sarah. She is a Christian woman on a journey, and she needs some support, right? Get to know your audience, connect with them on social media, create a survey and ask them questions, do the polls and Instagram, figure out their pain points. What is your audience ingesting? What are their triggers? What are their pain points? What are they struggling with? What season of life are they in? The more you get to know somebody, the better you can serve them. 
All right, number three, what does God say about business? There is so much scripture where God is making it super clear that he wants you to make an honest living. And what do I mean when I say an honest living? Well, two parts. The first part is be honest, right? Have integrity, use honest speech. Say When you say you're gonna do something, do it. Have integrity, have honesty, have humility. And the other part of it, make an honest living is make money. As a business owner, you are kidding yourself if you're like, okay, well, I'm a business owner, so I'm supposed to be in debt. I'm supposed to be struggling. I'm supposed to be exhausted. I'm supposed to be this martyr of an entrepreneur. No, God did not call you to be a martyr in debt, struggling in exhaustion and burnout. That is not your lot in life. That is not your calling. Your calling is to be profitable, to make wise investments, to have strong financial plans so that your business can be debt-free. There's so many scriptures that say to not be in debt. You can go to DaveRamsey.com and probably find all of them, or you can just Google it. But there's so many scriptures, especially in Proverbs, to say a debtor is a slave to the lender. We are not called to be in debt. I'm not trying to say I've never been in debt. I've absolutely been in debt, but I've crawled my way out of it slowly and surely by creating financial systems and basically a cash envelope system for my business to make smart and wise decisions. Because if you don't tell your money where to go, it's going to disappear. There's so many shiny objects as an entrepreneur where your money just literally falls out of your wallet and goes to this app and that app and this upgrade and I need this and I need that to be legit. Well, you don't need a lot of those things to be legit. The best way to make money and be profitable is to learn how to keep your money. And that's by trimming the fat, cutting your expenses. Um, A great resource to help you do that is the Profit First System by... Mike McCallowitz. And then personally, you've got to get your personal finances in order as well. Dave Ramsey has a great plan called Financial Peace University. You can take that course because at the end of the day, your personal finances have a lot to do with your mental, emotional, spiritual health as well and the health of your business. If your personal finances are in a mess, your business finances are in a mess. Okay, they're one and the same. So that is so important that we make an honest living. And I want to quickly talk about profit. I feel like a lot of Christian entrepreneurs are scared to make money. Like, oh, I don't know. Like I have to have a big giving component or I just feel bad making money. I feel bad making a margin. And here's the truth I want to share with you right now. Margin and profit is self-care for your business. You cannot make an impact. You cannot move forward. You cannot invest in the things God has called you to invest in if you don't have any profit and you don't know how to keep it. It's so important to just accept that and say, I'm actually called to build a profit. And I have a scripture for you on this topic. This is a good one. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 11. Aspire to lead a calm and peaceful life as you mind your own business. I love this translation. Aspire to lead a calm and peaceful life as you mind your own business, aka stop comparing yourself to everyone else and copying everybody else. Okay, so it says, as you mind your own business and earn your living. I underline earn your living. Guess what? It's okay to earn your living. He says, just as I've taught you. By doing this, you will live an honorable life influencing others and commanding respect of even the unbelievers, which is, guess what? The whole point. 
And it goes on to say, then you will be in need of nothing and not dependent on others. And when it says dependent on others, it means that you are self-supporting financially. By working with excellence and having systems for your finances and making profit and having a healthy margin in your business, you are going to be able to be financially stable, which allows you to have more impact for the kingdom. It allows you to tithe more to your church. It allows you to hire people and get them on your team so that they can learn from you and you can grow the business. Profit is not a sin. What is a sin is idolatry. When money and success and running your business grow to be bigger than God in your heart, and that becomes your sole focus, that's where we have a problem. So we have to remember that your business is God's business and keep God as the key priority. But as a business owner running a God business, you have to work with excellence. I hope this was helpful for you. Um, And I would honestly love to serve you, help you, support you in your entrepreneurial journey. You can actually book a private coaching call with me one-on-one at the link bit.ly slash work with Polly. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash work with Polly. And I also have a course coming out that I'm really excited about called the Faith Filled Business Blueprint. It is a step-by-step training course that takes you through all the ins and outs of starting a biblically sound business and also recalibrating your current business to be successfully based on godly principles so that you can confidently walk out your calling, grow your business, get the help you need, and really see the impact and growth that your heart desires. And that's what I want for you. So you can join the waitlist. I'm not sure when you're listening to this. If you're listening to it later, it might already be live. So check that out. The link will be at bit.ly slash work with Polly and hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to the Dream Planning Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a quick 30-second review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, share it with a friend, share it on social media. I just want to thank you in advance for helping to advance this mission. Now, if you need a planner, I got you. Now is the time to grab your 2021 Dream Planner and make your dreams a reality. Head over to HoratioPrinting.com, that's H-O-R-A-C-I-O Printing.com. Use the code DREAM15, that's DREAM15, to get 15% off your planner. Yay! I'm excited for you to get serious about your dreams. Have a wonderful day. You are so loved, and I truly believe the best is yet to come.